Hello and welcome to the BL Portfolio podcast coming from Business Lines in-house research team. At BL Portfolio, we slice and dice stocks, mutual funds, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. This is Parvata Vardhini, editor BL Portfolio. Among the big news headlines this week is the US credit ratings downgrade by Fitch. I have with me Hari Vishwanath, Deputy Head of Portfolio, for an interesting discussion on this subject and of course the all-important implication for Indian investors. Hi Hari. Hi Vardhani. Hari, we all know that uh, the US market is your favorite domain. Uh-huh. So you've been writing on the markets uh, left, right and center. So now uh, this development has happened during this week. Why has Fitch actually downgraded uh, US uh, credit ratings? And why did it do it now? Because we just recently had all this fight over this debt ceiling limit, whether it would be raised or not and all that. And Fitch was quiet all the time. Yes, good point, Vardhani. So this is one question that has come up actually. Why now? Especially because the debt ceiling uh, issue has been resolved. They went to the brink, but they sorted it out as they have always done in previous standoffs. So the rationale given by Fitch are two. Mm. One is economic and the other is political. The economic is they're pretty concerned about the excessive level of growth in the debt of US uh, government. Okay, They expect that the debt to GDP ratio will probably reach around 120% by 2025. Okay. Uh, That's quite high and significantly higher than other AAA rated uh, sovereign governments. Mm. So what? So US has been having an advantage that despite extremely high debt levels, they've been able to have the AAA so far. Okay. Uh, Of course, S&P downgraded earlier, Mm. but Fitch and Moody's had uh, rated them at the highest level so far. Now Fitch has downgraded. Alright, so one is the debt level and they expect that the fiscal deficit for the US might go up to 6.3% of GDP in 2023 from 3.7% in 2022. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alright, and uh, what is happening now is that with this uh, in Fed rates and the bond yields across multiple time periods shooting up, the interest costs of the government are also going up. Interest burden is now adding to the already existing debt debt burden of the Mm. government. So Mm. this is the economic uh, rationale. Mm. The political rationale is the kind of standoff they have been having. Mm. See, the divide between the Republicans and uh, Democrats is getting wider. Mm. Uh, Like 20 years back, uh, we didn't see this level of uh, antagonism between the political party. They used to talk it out better. They wouldn't go to the brink. Now the kind of accusations, the way they are trying to criminally indict each mm, other. Mm. Uh, it's reaching different levels. Mm. Fitch specifically has pointed out uh, to that uh, storming of the Capitol mm. by Trump supporters that happened in January 2021. Okay. And uh, when Trump was claiming that the elections were rigged, his supporters stormed uh, the US Capitol. Mm. And uh, so Fitch is saying uh, all these are factors you have to take into account to show that divisiveness is increasing okay and so the this is part of their overall political uh, rationale so they've given an economic rationale and they've given okay. a political rationale I understand and why now the reason that they give is that the when the debt ceiling talks were going on mm. it was obviously a probability of outcomes mm. one of those outcomes would have included that us would have actually defaulted on its debt if they hadn't reached an agreement right so, Fitch is saying that if that were to happen, it deserved a junk status. Oh, okay. So, mm. they said we have to wait for the outcome and then process all the information. Okay. And now they feel 
this is what the us deserves actually okay okay so us uh, markets did react uh, negatively and i think the indian markets also were in the red uh, one or two days uh, yeah. following this news but in the medium to long term uh, what is the actual implication for indian markets and indian investors because of this yeah see it looks like markets although they have reacted they haven't panicked this time okay. right? they haven't panicked mm. markets fell down a bit and uh, equity markets fell and us the bond markets also fell the bond yields uh, went up mm. so look looks like near term because the overall economic momentum seems to be reasonably good mm. the much awaited recession hasn't happened at all mm. and so the us gdp continues to chug along well mm. uh, although it slowed down a bit it's much better than what many economists had forecast a year back mm. all right so uh, so to that extent the economy is doing well so it can absorb some of uh, this kind of a rating downgrade it's okay. not a big uh, Okay. Problem at this point, mm. but let's say a cliff is hit at some point in time. Like something comes to kind of create a, a shock in the system, mm. like which may be lurking, but economists are not able to spot it right now. Mm. Given so many things that are happening at this point in time, because if you see bond yields have shot up significantly. Mm. Or a few years back, bond yield, ten-year bond yields were close to around one percent. Mm. now they're over 4% okay when so see now for example the silicon valley bank okay. collapse which happened okay, okay, okay. nobody predicted, predicted it. it so, so we don't know what these Understand. kind of rate movements can impact Understand. so you're it. saying that uh, the short term reaction is what it it looks like is this the reaction as of now as of both now. in the us markets and in the indian markets, indian markets unless yeah. something drastic happens in the us and then it has a, a rub off effect as usual globally yes. you don't expect any long term uh, implications of this rating yes. downgrade is yes. what you're so saying so you see many economists mm. us and indian have come mm. out and said this is not going to matter much because okay. many of the things that fitch has said is already no oh, okay okay, okay. so it's known. a very delayed it's a technical downgrade you could ah, say okay, it's a technical downgrade Got so it. to that extent mm. markets have taken it in okay right. understand so you're already saying that you know it, it's just a technical like a technical downgrade mm. and not so effective kind of a downgrade yes. so i also had this other question see us dollar is still the reserve currency for the world mm. and us is still the safe haven how, again even on looking from this angle no this kind of a downgrade how effective will this be in terms of like in, for investors will you do you think investors are going to move away from us and where to yes see uh. see that's a very very interesting question for which nobody knows the long term outcome mm. but the short term outcome is very easy to give mm. uh, which actually dr l and whose interview we also published few weeks back oh dr mohammed elarian ah, so okay. he made this point after mm. this switch downgrade he mm. said okay fine uh, the uh, us dollar let's say switches uh, downgraded so you may have some concerns on us debt and mm. us dollar but what do you replace it with mm. he says you can't replace something with nothing mm. unless you have an alternative to the us dollar unless you have an alternative to the highly liquid us treasury market mm. money is going to flow there only okay so to that extent uh, the dollar being will remain the reserve currency for the foreseeable future unless an alternative uh, emerges uh, yeah emerges, mm. which is what uh, mr ruday kotak also few months back he said we must use this as an opportunity to make the rupee a reserve currency okay. but it is a it will take time it's an ongoing process it's an ongoing and it will be a long process okay so for a for a foreseeable future dollar will continue to 
have its mm. uh, dominance so as an aside what are the other like triple a rated countries hari so though i assume that those markets may not be as liquid as uh, the yes. us see for example denmark australia okay uh, switzerland germany ah. they are all triple a rated mm. in fact that's the interesting thing yeah mm. so the uh, what one uh, person asked dr hillerian so because fitch has germany at a higher rating mm. and uh, us at a lower rating now mm. uh, will uh people uh buy german bonds over us bonds mm. and he says that's a challenge because nobody no country offers the extent of liquidity, liquidity that the us right, treasury no? market offers mm-hmm. so to that extent yes so, so we are very far away from having an alternative to the us so looks still, like looks mm-hmm. like from the view of experts mm-hmm. looks like that is the case mm-hmm. actually once upon a time uh, you know when the british were ruling india they used to say this the sun never sets in the british uh, empire yes. so it's like that uh, currently for <laughs> the us like yes, financial yeah, system yeah. yes yes so we were also mentioning earlier in the conversation there was a similar ratings downgrade uh, way back in 2011 mm-hmm. for the us credit markets by another agency this was also from a triple a to a double a plus yes. isn't it so which agency was this and what what happened there snp okay and that uh. was not just a downgrade that was much more controversial than this fitch downgrade uh. and there are comedy of errors also so so 2011 was one of the first years when the debt ceiling turned off went right up to the brink actually mm-hmm. uh, so oh, like what had happened now uh, almost even yeah almost okay. something like that okay, okay? so years before that they always had to increase debt ceiling but they weren't fighting so much actually mm-hmm. they would cordially discuss and sort it out mm. and they wouldn't they never ruffle the markets mm. markets never had to be scared mm. 2011 was the first year when it really got went to the brink mm. and uh, so as it is markets were roiled by a slow recovery from the global financial crisis greece debt crisis was escalating so the eurozone issue was a hotbed that time so amidst this snp downgraded after the debt ceiling standoff at that time and uh, uh, it was a bit comical also because they had actually made a 2 trillion dollar error if oh. you believe it okay dollar 2 trillion dollar error in their calculation okay that's quite massive yeah all right so on the day of the downgrade before announcing it they had sent their documents to the us treasury to ask them to take a look at it and let them know that they are going to downgrade mm. the us treasury had checked the documents and quickly got back to snp saying guys you have a solid 2 trillion error okay wait don't hurry mm. snp went back to the drawing board they had their internal meetings mm. but by end of the day they downgraded okay and so it was quite controversial the us went all out to criticize snp mm. uh, snp shifted their uh, Reasons, reasons for the downgrade from oh, economic obviously. to political. Oh, okay. They said this political rationale that you are even debating whether see if you don't increase the debt ceiling, mm. you will default. Mm. SNP's point is you are debating whether you want to. Okay, so it's not proper, not you, good you, governance. Uh, they, so SNP <laughs> said you are actually debating willingness to repay. Mm. You are supposed to repay your debt. Yeah, yeah. Okay, understood. To repay your debt. Okay, but then markets re- reacted oh, far. Markets were roiled because yeah. already the investors were still licking their wounds from the global financial correct, crisis. Correct, correct, correct. There hadn't been a full recovery mm. in uh, markets, mm. uh, and economic recovery was still uh, not uh, uh, up to the mark. Okay. So uh, and then uh, this happened. Uh, S&P fell eight percent in two days. Okay. On the day of the downgrade, which was a Friday, mm. by morning the rumors had come that media had started reporting that S&P is going to downgrade. So markets took a four percent hit that day. Mm. S&P 500. Mm. End of the day, the downgrade came. Okay. And investors had sleepless nights on Saturday and Sunday, and woke up to another four percent down on Monday. Okay. Nifty too uh, had a four percent down day on Monday, Tuesday. Mm. So it was like a pretty 
royal markets that time this okay. time the in- impact hasn't been that bad yeah actually. right 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 so, but bond markets uh, reacted differently that's what uh, isn't it yes, at that time that time yeah. actually the bo- uh, investors flocked to the safety of us bonds because very ironical yes. isn't it us bonds yes. uh, is downgraded See, and then you flock credit worthiness and borrowing costs are inverse yeah. they're supposed to be yeah. inversely related yeah. but so the credit worthiness of us was downgraded mm. but the yields also went down. Went up. There was a direct correlation instead of an inverse correlation. Correct. Because people didn't have other options. They didn't want to buy grease bonds for mm. of all the of all the things. Mm. Interestingly, even in India, people flocked to bonds. While equity markets fell, Indian bond yields went down, which means investors were out of concern. They were buying into the okay. bond. The most important thing I wanted to, which always reminds me of this 2011 downgrade, it was an Indian at the helm. Oh, okay. okay. Devan Sharma, who was the president of S&P okay. and head of its ratings division, he is uh, the guy who actually downgraded okay. USA. <laughs> so actually, there is a strong Indian connection okay. uh, to the US downgrade. Mm. I remember reading uh, that time how people, some Indians were proud and... Uh, they're actually saying, wow, an Indian has downgraded the world's largest okay. and most powerful country. So okay. that was making news uh, in 2011. But the sad thing, he had to quit his job within a month after this. Controversial <laughs> the implications. Okay. <laughs> That's an interesting um, anecdote to finish this conversation uh, with Hari. Mm-hmm. Thank you uh, very much. Listeners, that's it from us this week. Stay tuned for further podcasts and actionable advice from us at BL Portfolio. Read us in print on Sundays and online at thehindubusinessline.com slash portfolio. Do share our podcasts in your circles if you find them useful. Thank you.